All of the newest episodes of Note to Self are now available on the Luminary Podcast app. It's free to download, and you can also listen to other podcasts from WNYC Studios like Radiolab, Two Dope Queens, Snap Judgment, Here's the Thing with Alec Baldwin, and others. Luminary Premium is the only place where you can enjoy the entire new season of Note to Self, plus new original podcasts you won't find anywhere else from Trevor Noah, Roxanne Gay, Guy Raz, Lena Dunham, and many more. And you can enjoy them ad-free. Start your free trial by going to luminary.link slash note to self or download the Luminary app for free. Listener supported. WNYC Studios. This is New Tech City, WNYC's weekly look at how technology is changing the way we live. I'm Manoush Zamarodi. The beauty of online shopping is that you never need to leave the comfort of your home, right? Think Amazon, Zappos, eBay. You click a button, you get diapers, shoes, those vintage lamps you've been coveting. But before online shopping came the catalog. And I will never forget how excited I was when, as a teenager, my favorite catalog opened its first real store. It was 1989. And instead of ordering my J. Crew shorts by phone... Hi there. On page 13, you have those cotton twill shorts. I'd like to order a pair of those, please, in size small. I made a pilgrimage to South Street Seaport here in New York to feel those plaid chino shorts before I bought them. Fast forward and some e-retailers are also realizing that real-life physical stores are the way to grow a business. As New Tech City's Ilya Meritz found out when he went shopping for pants, retailers are opening brick-and-mortar locations, but with a twist. If you're a retailer, this idea of selling things without operating physical stores is very attractive. You can sell to anyone, anywhere. You don't have to pay rent or hire sales staff. For the past few years, a businessman named Andy Dunn has been telling the world how he did it. Here he is on Fox Business Channel in 2011. Well, we had a funny, we had a funny insight, which is if you don't have stores, you can actually deliver better service than if you do. Dunn's business is selling men's pants. His company is called Bonobos, like the ape, and he's the CEO. Now, you might think because men come in all different shapes and sizes, it would be hard to sell them pants over the internet. No problem, Dunn said. Now we've got free shipping both ways, return policies anytime you want, and that adoption rate is still at 90%. This is some chest thumping. Dunn's claim is that he figured out how to get men to do something many of them hate to do, shop for clothes. And they're doing it over the internet, which saves bonobos money. So, two years later, what am I doing here? How do those pants feel? Uh, the pants feel great. Um, yeah, I'm squatting now. Doing I'm a lot of squatting. Good. I'm in the new Bonobo store in Soho. Lauren Cozy, my guide, has me in a pair of dark jeans. Around me, there are rock and roll posters and exposed brick walls. It's a high-end boutique in an expensive part of town. Exactly what Bonobos was not going to do. Why are you opening stores? Well, what we realized was that even though online was growing very rapidly, and it is. This is Brian Wolf, Bonobo's chief financial officer. It's still today, within clothing, within apparel, represents only 12% of entire purchases. So there's still 85, 88% of people still like to purchase offline. So for every guy who's willing to click complete order, there are seven more who would rather visit the changing room and then decide. By now you may be thinking, well, duh. But for e-retailers, this is a deep insight. That's the nature of a startup. Sometimes you don't know what you're going to be when you grow up. 
And Bonobos isn't alone. Piperlime, which sells clothes on the web, recently opened a physical store. Etsy is now selling crafts inside Nordstrom stores. And online eyeglasses maker Warby Parker now has boutiques in several cities. Sucharita Mulperu, a retail analyst for Forrester Research, has observed a pattern in the life cycle of the e-commerce startup. Businesses like Bonobos tend to grow fast at first, but as they mature, it gets harder to keep growing. The challenge is, is in the online world, retailers typically will pay anywhere from 50 to north of, you know, 20 to north of $50 for what we call customer acquisition costs. Customer acquisition costs. Turns out consumers don't just materialize. Online retailers have to get their attention. They do this by paying for web ads and search results. Mulperu says a startup typically spends 20 bucks for each new pair of eyeballs. But that price rises steadily as new customers become harder to find. So if what they're paying for is awareness, they're probably finding that, you know, it makes just as much sense to just plop a store in some really high traffic area where people are in the mindset of shopping like a Soho and, uh, you know, kind of they're likely to get as many useful impressions that ultimately lead to future traffic on their site. Web brands that make the decision to get physical are also adapting the concept of the store. Bonobos outlets and Warby Parker stores are more like showrooms for their websites. You go, you check out the product, and then you place an order that comes in the mail. No shopping bag needed. I met Emma Meltzer, a young actress, outside the Warby Parker store in Soho. If there hadn't have been a showroom, I definitely would not have um, approached Warby Parker, to be honest. Oh, seriously? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because if you can't try it on. Like, I never buy shoes online because that doesn't make sense to me. For many people, seeing and touching the product before you buy it still matters a lot. For WNYC, I'm Ilya Meritz. If you're looking for a job in a retail store or a restaurant, most places you'll still have to walk in, ask for a paper application, and then spend half an hour sitting in a corner filling it out. Some big chains like Target do let you fill out an application online or use a computer in-store. But now one company called Aploy has another way. It lets a candidate create a profile and apply for jobs with a few taps of an iPad. I went to meet Aploy's CEO, Adam Lewis, at an extremely noisy 16 Handles frozen yogurt shop in Manhattan. One uh, of these companies actually asked us to provide a technology for hourly workers. And we didn't know what was going on in that space. We actually put ourselves undercover into a few different situations. Adam applied for jobs at three or four well-known stores and found that the open-call employment sessions were horrible. They lasted for hours, costing the applicants and companies time and money. He couldn't understand why employers weren't connecting with potential employees in other ways, especially since hourly service industry workers are least likely to browse for job listings on a computer or use LinkedIn to network. But they are accessing the Internet by phone. So he immediately thought about using mobile technology that was already out there. We think that in this demographic, people applying for hourly work as service support industries, they're the people who need that more than anyone. Because and as Adam explained this to me, I started thinking, huh, This seems kind of obvious. Really? Applying for jobs by tablet or mobile phone is new? In a way, that's a good thing, that it's an obvious solution, it's a real solution. If you look at Fortune 500 companies across the board, so taking all industries, only 3% of them have a a way that you can mobily apply to a job. He points out that of the more than 190,000 new jobs that were created in June, 112,000 of those were in hospitality, leisure, and retail. 
He thinks so many of those jobs are still open because it's kind of a pain to find applicants. Hey, by now you may have heard about our hackathon survey. We're starting to get a lot of really great responses. Lisa from Brooklyn says she's dying to try her hand at improving continuing ed. Let us know what your dream hackathon project is at newtechcity.org. It only takes about two minutes. I'm Anusha Marodi, and this is New Tech City from WNYC.